Oh. Well, welcome wow. to Kill Your Mosquitoes. <laughs> okay. So anyway. You are. You, Scott. You are. Thanks for having me on. Oh, hey. My guest needs no introduction. Anyway. Uh, so let's let's jump back. Which Back? Well, you only just started. <laughs> no, we started 16 minutes ago. I don't know how to do an intro. You've just done one. Well, I guess that's it. I guess we're on. We're started. Uh, this is the Excellent. first episode, or second, or third, or fourth, or it, it's the unreleased. Well, it's the first one you've recorded, which might well show. <laughs> and everybody always knows you do not post the first episode first, ever. What That's why you pilot? make a pilot. The pilot episode. Yeah. So like the, is this is the pilot episode. This is the pilot episode to I see if we're gonna. Said, I know a pilot. You could have interviewed him. Is this an interview, by the way? No, this is a conversation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I gotta introduce to my audience or my listeners or my viewers. Uh, we are uh, Kill Your Mosquitoes, right? That's what we're naming this. I'm naming this. You're naming this. Kill Your Mosquitoes. Yeah. And uh, no, it's it's Kill Your Mosquitoes. There's no es because it doesn't have to be an es. Mosquitoes are spelled two different ways. Okay, uh, and respectfully, uh, I've already decided this is the name because I bought 500 business cards and the domain, and I created the Instagram and YouTube. Wait, I've just dropped my camera. Uh, no one knows yeah, who I am. I, you're talking, and I wanted to like say, <laughs> "Hey, everybody! Here is our first guest. He needs no introduction." Okay, continue on. Oh, okay. Well, um, <laughs> that, that's that's my introduction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Would you like to discuss who you are? <laughs> I don't know. Is that part of it? Is this... I feel like it has to be, right? Or does it have to yeah. be? I, no, I, I think... To be fair, I don't even know who you are. Yeah, well, there we go. Maybe we should do a full Hold up. Story. Hold up. Who are you, and how did you get here? That's a fantastic question. So, um, my name is Damon. That's what I go by online. I'm from the UK. I was born at a young age. One might um, say you were born at zero. Yeah. I weighed 10 pounds five. I came on the day I was due. On the day um, you were due? Exactly on the day I was due, 16th of May. Wait, that's your birthday? It is, yeah. I haven't done anything with my life. So I was the second of two uh, boys. Okay. The second of two boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you have brothers? I have a brother. Oh, a. Well, I'm the second boy. Of two boys. Yeah. I'm mathing now. He's doing it. Thank you, thank you. And, uh, yeah, you know, had a... I don't know how serious I should get, but yeah, it was, uh, it was all right it was... for the most part. <laughs> so it was all right for the most part. Back in my early, early 20s, late teens, as is the norm, I think, for people in the UK, I was a hopeless alcoholic. Um... And yeah, I would drink a great deal of alcohol. Uh would have a lots of like parties where we'd have all our friends around because we had the party house and uh yeah, I'd get completely blackout drunk. I would have more than a bottle of like a liter of spirits, a bunch of beers as well. Mixed up horrible drinks. Just, yeah, I'd I'd just fuck myself up. I wouldn't know with the whole alcohol thing. Yeah, I Many times in my life, I've thought I need to cut alcohol out completely and never have alcohol again, um, because clearly I'm a hopeless alcoholic and I need to stop. But I've not—I've not altogether stopped alcohol. I never drink it at home anymore on, on my own, like I always used to. Um, especially now that I'm quite focused on training. Um, but yeah, now that I don't uh, live with friends as well that's another big part of like why i don't just drink all the time that's my new boring life the new boring life is trying to be responsible yeah no i <sighs> I, I can um having seen you only sober i can only imagine the horrors that drunk scott would be i don't think it'll be a good idea what do you mean the horrors of me being sober i mean you're so close to a drunk person already that if you <laughs> add alcohol to the mix that Dude, I have oh, so man. many impulse. Like, imagine all of my good suggestions I write down and I actually act upon Do them. them. Straight away. 
<laughs> I think that's what I think. I think I said that to my doctor today. She's like, she's like, oh, like, do you ever like, are you just like ever impulsive or something? I'm like, uh, that is me. I am Mr. Impulse. And that's why I don't drink. <laughs> so, so do we even know what this podcast is? Oh, that's a good point. You Here's a question. Uh, by the way, this is, uh, I, I've said we found the name, Kill Your Mosquitoes. Now, the point of Kill Your Mosquitoes is I think it's a great name. Wow, it's okay, you're okay. You know what I'm saying? That's the catch line. I need the shirts that say, wow, it's okay, you're okay. Those are coming out. Look for them. It's going to be coming with the Big Riz little, never mind. Uh, that's not even what it was. It was Little Riz. Never mind. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. I'm losing it. I'm losing my mind. Uh it's a podcast, you know. I don't know how we do it. I've I edit podcasts. I do that, and I don't do as much editing as I should on this podcast. And I'm going to do even less editing on this podcast. Uh, I, you know, it's just tough. Uh, oh, yeah. Because like the people I edit, they're experts, dude. They're like they're pro. They know how to ask. They ask questions. They find out stuff. And I'm over here, and I'm talking about doing other podcasts, and I don't know why. We were talking about the name of the podcast, Kill Your Mosquitoes Podcast. And I feel like I'm going to yeah. have to bring this up over and over. Right. Uh, it might even be a YouTube short one day. Like, what does it mean to kill your mosquitoes? Now, a mosquito, as you're very familiar with in the UK, because they're all over the place. Flooded. Flooded with them. The atmosphere is bugs. Um, Ick. But so a mosquito, you know, they just nag at you. They bite you. They they take your blood. Sometimes they leave a little little something something in you, like a like a little West Nile, a little triple E, not triple A. That's the car, the car service. Triple A. And triple E, the capital of Libya. I don't know what Libya is. I'm Libyan. Country in North Africa. Yeah, I I know what Libya. Okay, let's not talk about Libya because. I can go okay, there. Okay, no talking can, about Libya. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Libya is off limits. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> but no, like so. So mosquitoes they nag at you, they bite you, they do all this, and it's like we each have our own mosquitoes, don't we? Like things that are nagging at us, biting us, leaving us with some malaria or something. Mm-hmm. Is that a terrible way to phrase it? Uh, no, I think that's uh, that's most people's understanding of of mosquitoes. Is just it's although either. to be fair, I think. Mosquitoes get a bad rep for what isn't their fault when it comes to malaria. Because that shit isn't mosquitoes, that's a plasmodium. Why are you here? To correct the record right did off I, the very first, right at the very top? <laughs> we're we're going to figure out, it wasn't actually about mosquitoes, guys. This <laughs> became know, a mosquito like, podcast. Mosquitoes are annoying, right? And they do spread yeah, but plasmodium, it'll... plasmodium falciparum, but it's not. The mosquito that's responsible for malaria is the plasmodium, but it doesn't. It's just too complicated to say, I think. But you have to keep in mind that mosquitoes are the reason we're still living, according to Lilo and Stitch. I'm not aware of um, the great thinkers Lilo or Stitch. Um, have you not seen Lilo or Stitch? Lilo and Stitch, nah. dude. It's like a. It's like there's this really cute blue thing, and his name's Stitch. That's Stitch. Yeah, that's yeah, Stitch. I think I'm. Well, I think I might have a passing familiarity, actually. I guess I can't spoil it because you might you gotta watch it one day. Back to Kill Your Mosquitoes or the point of the podcast is I don't know what the point is because I don't know what people's mosquitoes are. We're just gonna have a conversation and figure out where you're going, what you're what's on your mind, what's what's the thing nagging you, maybe. Or we're never gonna get to that point because I am too sidetracked all the time. I'm looking at that recording thing, but you said sixteen I and I'm like, know. I don't know. So so you grew up uh with a brother. Yeah, yeah, I did, and it was an all right, or all right, you said, for the most part. Yeah, it was. Um, there was a lot of violence involved in it, Scott. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's towards this... me. Wasn't all that great all the time, but yeah, some of my earliest memories are uh, quite vivid violence. I. <laughs> I don't know how insensitive I'm going to be. Is this is, yeah. is does this lead is this uh something that would lead like leads to you wanting to fight? Absolutely, yeah. Because that's that I would say is where the whole drive for this fighting comes from. Um, because I'm not just doing combat sports because I want to hurt people. Oh. Although, oh. <laughs> you know, some people like that. Some people do like that, and. It's, uh, it's a weird environment. <laughs> it, MMA is. Uh, I've only just realised as well. 
I say I've only just realized. Talking to people about what I do and just using the words MMA, the letters MMA, I suppose they stand for mixed martial arts. I, most normal people don't know what that is. Like, it's kind of hard because I know what that is. Uh, yeah. So like MMA, like, like it's not boxing. It's not, it's not like you're not just fist fighting. And it's absolutely not boxing. Yeah. yeah. And that's funny because a lot of people say there's boxing involved, but even then there's not like, Boxing isn't punching in my mind. Boxing is a very specific sport that involves punching. Yeah, and you can't go below the belt. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> in MMA, anything goes, right? A little bit more. Uh, little bit near more. enough. Near enough, yeah. yeah. You get a lot more kicks, a lot more cuddles, a lot more bites. Yeah, it's all down to the organizer. Um, the most popular MMA uh, event slash organizer is probably the UFC. With good old has- Dana White. Exactly. Yeah, for most people that might have a passing idea of what it is, you can just point at the UFC and say, oh, it's what Conor McGregor and Ronda Rousey did. And then Ronda Rousey went to WWE, which again, totally different. <laughs> it's not even real totally stuff. Totally different. It's not even real. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I hate to... I mean... It was real to me, man. It still is. So are uh, you going to go into was... the WWE one day? Oh, maybe. I wouldn't rule anything out. As Damon? No. <laughs> I won't rule anything out, <laughs> but no. Fucked. All right. So yeah, a lot of violence. It's a lot of violence. A lot of violence growing up. Like yeah, yeah. If I were telling the story from start to finish, I'd probably have reached the MMA stuff like near the end because that's my current, that's my present. Um, but yeah, a lot of violence in my childhood that uh probably drove me down a, <laughs> a bit of a road of learning how to prevent that for myself. What do you, what do you mean? Oh, prevent it? Like, as in, like... Handle it, yeah. Fight uh, back? I'd fight back if I had to, yeah. To throw a punch? Throw a punch. You're telling me you'd throw a punch at me? I'd never, never you, Scott. Oh, thank you, thank you. I was getting a little worried. So, I, do you ever, like, I'm not a therapist. I feel like I need to say that in this, in this, uh, at some point here. Like, I'm not, I'm not here to be a therapist or anything like that. I'm here to just yeah. talk. And like, yeah, you so, want to address the fact that you've called the mosquito kill, sorry, you called the podcast kill your mosquitoes and you're inviting people on to talk about what bothers them. Yeah. Things and that, now that's going to be seen as a bit of a sort of, is this therapy, but with no therapists? Yeah, no, this isn't therapy or it is therapy. I don't know what people need. Some people need a friend. Some people just need an outlet to talk. Some people just need yeah. to kill their mosquitoes. And I'm doing this to get a sponsorship by Raid. <laughs> <laughs> what's this gonna do with it <laughs> they they kill mosquitoes don't they or bug off or something or bug spray you know i don't know man this is your sponsorship but... i i actually don't have a swan i i don't think g fuel is gonna do it uh why the fuck not <laughs> gamers uh, I would also uh, like to have a quick introduction or uh break to talk about all of our patreon supporters there are none at this moment you could be the you're first. For, you're doing this for free. I am doing this for free. You're doing this for free. Uh, and uh, I'm shocked you agreed to come on. I'm shocked you were the one really helping push it. Well, Scott, I just wanted to talk to you. It's uh, been too long. I miss you. Yeah, I went to Florida last week. That was something. Yeah, that's Do I it. talk about it? No. Okay. I sliced my so, toe. Okay, go on. Yeah, so, you know, having taken up violence i ended up uh doing a few jobs in my early life that I wasn't too big a fan of but then yeah i got into a job that benefited from having all those skills and experiences i, I got into security originally in film and tv so i'm i'm a I'm, film and tv my my specialty my specialty yeah. uh kind of weird right like i feel like we never talk about so film and tv and it's like no that's what i wanted to do or want to do uh no. it's like the thing i like studied uh <laughs> oh cool except I, I didn't go to college don't hate me because uh, it's then there was a film studio they're recording like tv shows as well they used to record uh some films famous films but like you, you said that violence, like some of your early jobs were like violence or something. But then like you're saying you were in film and TV. Uh, so, no, the early, no, the early job wasn't to do with violence. This job was security in the film and TV industry. So you were security. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So you're like the security on the set. 
Yeah. Uh, and for things with audiences and. Uh, like Jerry Springer. Yeah. And for the show Big Brother as well. Dude, Big Brother? They have that. Yeah, that needed security for the contestants, quite so. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, that's. Recently. UK version is quite a bit different than uh, the US version, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. Doesn't the UK version, like, they don't have challengers or anything? It's more of, like, people just elect infect people? Like, it's... Um, there are challenges, I think. I never watched it, if I could help it. Um, but... You just worked we do, on the show. We do, yeah, but we do the live shows where we'd bring the audience in, and we'd have to sit around watching them. Or later, when I was um, doing other stuff, we'd be escorting the contestants. Did you get to shake their hands? Um, these weren't really contestants that I'd want to shake the hands of. It were people like Anne Widdicombe and uh, who? Our MPs. People like Jedward. <laughs> who? Anne Widdicombe and Jedward in the same breath. I don't know. Yeah, just uh, just UK slash Irish uh, celebrities that you'll have no idea who they are. Do you have a bug flying around? Yes, you do. I do. <laughs> Did you just get it? Did you just kill the mosquito? <laughs> Done it. Did you just kill the mosquito on Kill Your Mosquitoes? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. how did how did you do that? I didn't know it was so literal. You could. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. Well, that was pretty good. And yeah, towards the end of that film and TV career got more into the close protection side as I said so bodyguard training and all that kind of shit and uh, after doing a bit of that had a bit of an accident an accident <laughs> I think what the doctors ended up calling part of it was a uh, psychotic episode Scott so not an accident it's, I, I, like, is it uh, like a, is it like a well, I mean, there's some physical aspect to it, but then, yeah, um, lost my ability to sleep, lost my mind, quite frankly, and uh, yeah, had to spend a good bit of time getting better from that. A lot of medication, uh, a lot of, in a hospital year. Ended up being put on medication, yeah. Uh, and yeah, that was sort of 2019 times, uh, soon before we met. 20? So it's better to say we... We didn't really talk about how we met, but yeah, that was when I was at my lowest lowest point in my life, pretty much. Just well, just after, just on the way back up. So basically, I changed your life. I think so. I think it was it was you, really. It was uh, always you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we met uh, on Twitch, right? Basically. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. We watched a streamer. That's how life was. We watch a streamer, join a Discord server, and then you make friends. And then your friends uh, abandon you one day. Anyway. Yeah, so that... Would it be any more specific than that? No. Oh. It's really sad. I just need friends. That's what I need. In Boston, you don't, you don't go talking to people. They don't want to be bothered. I don't want to be bothered. They don't want to be bothered. And... Uh, you don't go talking to people. Sounds just like the UK, honestly. But then, like, if you're like more south, everybody starts talking to you, and it's so weird. It's like a totally different vibe. Everybody's like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" And it's like, "Bro, I'm just walking down the street." It's totally different life. I, I, I I'd like that. I feel like if I spend some time in like a like a very friendly area where everybody starts talking i think i get a lot better at talking like that's the great thing about like the uh alpha group or whatever that i'm in uh it's like i'm able to just like things i'm this never a church group right Sorry. yes 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 correct and it's like i am able to talk to people that i never would like i am stepping up in a group and and talking and it's like i've never been able to do that really and it's like cutting in and doing all of that it's just like it's growth it's it's improvements because like i just don't want to talk to anybody yeah, just it's it's like the most. If you spend a lot of time online, it's the most. It's it's the it's the anesthesia. What do you call it? the antidote? So like, what that can do to your fucking brain is just being out and just talking to people. People, people. yeah, it's kind of it's like it's weird. Like like it's like people have like fear. Like I have, I don't like calling people. Do you like calling people? Maybe you like calling people. Oh, no, I am also a millennial. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I hate calling people. Yeah. Uh, they also, I don't know if you, 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 you're probably Gen Z, aren't you? Nah, I don't know, dude. I'm, <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm in that weird spot. I'm like in the middle, right? Yeah. Like I've been like I'm the, the, the cutoff point. Like I'm not necessarily a millennial, but I'm too old to be, uh, I'm too young for millennial, too old for Gen Z. And, mm-hmm. uh, so I get to still come up with Riz and for real. Yeah. yeah. But Without I, it sounding like weird when I do it. Yeah. But I just don't get, uh, Ong. You don't get Ong. Ong, yeah. I don't got Riz. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's actually uh, kind of upsetting. Like, I don't know how to approach people. I don't know how to talk to people. Do you? I mean, yeah. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no, you don't. Yeah. Oh, no, you got me. You got me. You got me. <laughs> gotcha. You don't know what you're saying. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's something. So you grew up uh, a lot of violence, a lot of violence. I like how we're going right back to the same thing every <laughs> right single back time. To no okay, I'm just trying. I'm, I'm I'm telling the story. Okay. Okay. So you grew up a lot of violence. You yeah. go into be like a. Go into security, security, do a lot of um, training abroad, uh, Poland and Israel, doing uh, firearms and counterterrorism. Uh, you did counterterrorism? Yeah, uh, Caliber 3 in, in uh, Israel. It's weird. Do you feel like we've killed a lot of mosquitoes so far, other than the, the physical? Uh, no, not really. Oh, yeah, you actually killed a mosquito. That is true. Can we? <laughs> can, okay. Can I? Can I continue following your life story real quick? Uh, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Okay, go for it. Why so, not? so tough. <laughs> that's. I feel like that's a terrible way to phrase it. Tough life. Tough. Tough life. I mean, tough, physical. Uh, tough. Uh, depends how you look at it. I definitely consider myself more fortunate than most. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. Really. Like, I feel like some people will, like, look at such things and they they look down, like, be like, oh, this is awful. Like, I've done this and this and this. But I think this whole conversation here leads into, if we would have thought, like, I've got into MA recently. That's pretty much just why that was going to end, that whole life story. Um, as kind of the combat sport and as a means to gather more experience for what I eventually want to do, which is more instructor i don't think i'll ever make my own school but if i can find a place that's good that wants to hire me as an instructor just probably as a part-time hobby type job thing um not even a proper job um then yeah i would like to be teaching kids and adults but um you know how to protect themselves from violence and uh, however that takes form so that's why i'm really doing mma but what's kind of come up a lot in mma and also as uh a topic that's being discussed online a lot in various spheres is uh, it's misogyny, Scott. What's that? That's and, not that's not the massage massaging. That's not what a massage like a person that massages you. That's not actually what their name is. That's a massage. No, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's hatred of women. Oh, mm-hmm. so I mean, not a lot of people will self-title themselves as misogynists, uh, apart from the really wrong ones in America that you've got. But yeah, you know, it's uh, it's become more and more popular uh, online in various spaces to just hate women. And uh, especially in this sort of MMA circle, you've got uh, role models like Joe Rogan, characters like Andrew Tate and other problematic figures. And uh, there's something that these people do, right, to bring people in that is where we fail men. And it's uh, it's meeting them on that level of like what's hard, because if it's kind of like not talked about, and it's it, no one ever wants to publicly talk about like just how fucking difficult it is to just exist. What do you What do you mean? To be seen as like a good man, it's it's hard. It's hard to be a good man. I think so. But what what do you what is your interpretation of a good man? Well, 
society for a start i think wants you to be able to six foot make lots of money make money for you to, to support yourself and support your family support your own parents support your partner you need to get a partner you need to you know be physically healthy like to be a good man i think society has a lot of expectations that they want you to meet and this is you know if you start saying this to most people, it's like you're playing the only violin in the world. It's like, ah, oh, you think you've got it so hard, but you're a man, huh? And that's why you lose these guys. And they go and they find Andrew Tate and they say, yeah, no, you're right. It is hard to be a man. Here's how you sort it out. And like, yeah, no, this is the reason you're a loser and you don't get women. And, you know, you're right for a start. That's and that's the important bit. You are right to think all these things you're thinking. You are a low value male. Now, here's how you can improve. So, what's what, what, what's your approach? My approach? Like, I, mean, I, I don't sell like, anything. What? Oh, what are you selling? What are you selling? Tell me it. I want to know. What are you yeah, selling, so, David? You're well, you have what, a school. This, what they sell is actually kind of wholesome for a lot of it. So, they, it's not just straight away like, oh, hey, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're a low-value male. Let's look at what you can do to become a high-value male. Um, so, we take this sort of the vocabulary they use. They, they, they do give some pretty good advice like you know here's how you can eat better and you should start going to the gym and you should work out you should um and a lot of the stuff is like sometimes tied into pickup artistry i don't i don't know the dating world kind of advise on um negging it's um it's the method of trying to undermine someone's self-esteem and make it reliant on your opinion of them wow that hits yeah <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Uh, the top, the top trick from all the uh, the pickup <laughs> artists. I gotta get on that. I need to get on that level. Yeah. Hey, you're ugly. That's right. That's what your business cards should say. You are ugly. I can. <laughs> you help are you. one of one of the most ugly <laughs> girls in the world. Oh god! You are the ugliest girl in the. Imagine how. <laughs> I wonder. I actually wonder. Like, imagine you put your number on the back of that or something. Like, how many people would reply and just be like, just immediately wanting to start a fight? Like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? I actually wonder. That's a good shout. <laughs> <laughs> you ordering them now? <laughs> You're, dude. I, this this nagging thing, genius. I will, thank you for introducing me to this. Um, there are. Many issues with it. The, the first, I'm only most obvious, success. first and most obvious is that this only works on people with low self esteem. Well, good news. We live in 2023 when everyone has low self esteem. <laughs> <Are you sure>? <laughs> <laughs> Almost everybody. Yeah. Um, I'll just wait outside. Like, uh, if, I guess if your type is dependent people with low self esteem, I'd, I'd mesh. So I'll regret, I'll regret all this. <laughs> You're giving some good advice. Let me write this down. Uh... So other advice that they give. <laughs> some of it is actually wholesome. They do they, they they bring them into this little web of like women are all bad, and then they they kind of advise on you know fashion. But some of it's a bit more like oh, you should just be out there talking to people, like a good confidence building uh, truth. Like yeah, you just need to speak to people a lot. And you need to put yourself out there and get used to rejection. That kind of stuff is maybe not all that that commonly said to them, and that that's the most helpful stuff that you should hear. But that the more they say that, the more they lose their audience, right? Because that's the stuff that actually like like there is a lot of like like they like these people will make you think like if you do all this you're gonna have success and it's like no you're gonna fail you're gonna have rejection 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 but it's going to make you more confident in yourself and all this that you will eventually hopefully like if you ask you know when i give out a hundred thousand cards that say you are the most beautiful girl in the world at least one of them is gonna say you know what i am and i like you yeah right that's the but yeah like that's another thing right is that a lot of it it's about like dating apps. Like they want you on dating apps if they're if they've got you in this pipeline. They want to like talk about your profile and how to improve your profile. 
Can uh, I? Can I? That's that's the most devastating thing. Can I, I just yeah. bring up dating apps really? Like, because yeah. you, you talk, talk, talk about mosquitoes, dude. I was. Yeah. I've got. You know, I go on them and never. Who doesn't? You know, you get a little dabble, dibble dabble. Me? Me? Do a little. Uh, well, you're wrong. <laughs> you are wrong. You have to go on. No, you do a little dibble dabble. It's. It is so like. It's just disheartening. Like it's so weird because uh, everybody, everybody's gorgeous. Okay, like everybody to me, everybody is. And it's like, oh, let me just keep right, 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 right. But it's like it's like a, a life that like you're never going to have ninety percent of these people, or you're never even going to know who they are. And like you're just judging them based on like a couple photos and all this. But it's disheartening because yeah. it's it is the thing that will always be out of reach. And then it also is the fact it's like if you go swiping all day, dude, you can get through like a hundred, two hundred people, and it's it's like you're like going through like imagine you're going through 200 people and it's like they're and you're never gonna be able to have any of them and then it's like that's just disheartening yeah. it's it's like the lowest confidence booster that's in the world absolutely and, and do you know what else it is right it kind of builds the the confirmation in people's heads of um things are easier for women things right but dating apps are easier and more successful if you like you're gonna get way more matches as a woman because yeah. there are far more men on these apps than there are women. <laughs> but the quality of matches. <laughs> so I can't. I mean, I can't recommend them for anyone, obviously. Yeah, uh, men or women or anything in between. Unless but, it, um, I mean, it depends on what you're looking for. Yeah, sure. But that's another thing because most of the people who are on there looking for just friends are also women. So for a start, if you've got you're like looking for friends, if you've got one woman to every ten men on these on the apps and there are women on there who are just looking for you know friends and that's already being selected against like you've got nine other men in the group of possible people to come up and then of these like one in ten women like a lot of them aren't even looking for you or anyone like you for the same the reason you're on there Nobody's that's even fewer now and just being on them the whole time is just going to confirm that bias in your head Nobody's looking for me. What? What is the problem? The misogyny or the woman? I don't know. All I'm saying is we got to take a lot more responsibility for creating these horrible misogynists when we drive them away with the bullshit we say. Like, ah, you're a man, so it's all going to be easy. Like, okay. I mean, that's kind Maybe. of, I feel like that's like almost everything now. Like everything became so polarized that it's like everybody has to be this full way or else you're not. And then they go so opposite direction and it became just so polarizing because it's like, yeah. no, you just disagree no wants with me. to apply empathy to another person. Like if you ever, like you wanted to vent about something or something's going really wrong in your life and you just look at I made a, a podcast. Yeah. And you just, you, you do say something like you've lost an arm. Like a whole arm in a, in a war. In a war. Okay. You come home to your veteran friends. Like Saving you, Private you Ryan. You go to a support group and you're there with your one arm and you say, yeah, I've only got one arm now and it, it fucking sucks. And there's someone there with no arms and they're like, fucking get a load of this dickhead. One arm dickhead over here. With, yeah. I'm, here I am with my no arms. <laughs> and he thinks he can complain about having one. <laughs> yeah, I guess like having no arms fucking sucks more, but. But one arm, man. Just trying, I'm just trying to get some help. Just trying to yeah. get a bit of support for this this thing I'm going through. Yeah, I feel like that's that's a fair point. Um, I just couldn't imagine having no arms. Like, how do you like? Who do you contact when you need like a little help? I'm like going off topic, but I feel like there's like a, a perception like people don't want to have any responsibility at all. It's tough. Like it's it's weird, uh, because and it, it, I feel like it goes into people working too these days. Like people like oh, if like you see like customers getting blocked, backed up or something, or like like if you're even working like a a, a retail job and like clothes are off the rack, like people are like I'm not going to pick that up. That's not my job. And it's like you're literally trying to have no responsibility at all. And it's like you're literally working here. Just put it. It it takes two seconds. I went to the UPS store. Going on a rant here. Uh. I go to the UPS store and I was returning, luckily, only jackets or whatever. And um, the person scans it in and uh, scans the box. And then he says to the uh, guy next to him, hey, can you just take the box and put it next to you? Because that's where like the return boxes go. And the, the kid literally is like, 
no, I'm not doing that. You do that. And it's like, it's right next to you. And it's like, no, you just go do it. And it's like, bro, it takes, it, it took, it would take less time to grab the box and put it next to you where it goes than the argument you just had. And the guy threw the box. This is my box. Thank God it's only a jacket and not like a laptop. But it's like, he just threw the box out of rage. And it's like, it's very easy to not have that happen. Like, it's like people are trying to be like, what's my responsibility or what's not my responsibility? And it's like, just, it, it takes more effort to argue than to just do the task a lot of the time. Yeah. And I think a lot of it's to the internet too. Like people, like this goes right back to the very beginning or like when I'm talking about like going to the, the South when like people are just like, hey, hey, opposed, opposed to Boston where everybody's like, I don't want to talk to you. Like people that just randomly talk and like, if you can talk to people and all this, like people are pretty nice in general, except when they go online. Once you don't know who they are, you're like, oh, oh, uh oh. Like uh, the majority of people, you can have like a, a nice, normal conversation and like, we have a lot more in common and all this, but then it's like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to get to know anybody. I don't want to know anything about anyone. Why do I care about them? I think part of what makes the uh, misogyny issue hard for me is that, yeah, the solution or a better way of speaking to these people is to try and meet them on their level. Because I'm in the MMA, a lot of the, especially younger people there, uh, I know for a fact, you know, listen to Joe Rogan, but some of them have brought up Andrew Tate too. And but I do try my best to try and meet them on their level and, and show them how the things he says are harmful to them and what they should try to focus on in a way to try and be that role model that they don't have. What makes it difficult in a lot of people's heads is that you just want to say, you know, if these men or boys are, are having these opinions, then just fuck them, dude. Let them be miserable. They should be anyway, because they're the bad guys. We we hate them. And that's further division, isn't it? Just, uh, man, just it, it's yeah. It's like you're 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 ostracizing a totally other side. Yeah, but that other side is well it's men. <laughs> it's men. But I mean, I feel like it's not all men. I feel like that's a phrase that people absolutely hate. Not all men, not all mm. women, and it's like, well, I mean, yeah, of course, it's not all men, or like, but I the- think it's a detestable phrase because it exists solely as a kind of bad faith argument. Gotcha. <laughs> well, it's, it's like no one who's saying not all men, right? Honestly, believes in the moment when they say that that the other person thinks that all men are are X or Y. I hate it when men. Yeah, right. <laughs> they are just saying that to, to try and you know and some people the thing here is like some people are just trying to like just trying to like rant or vent or something and then they like they yeah, go off yeah. and all this and it's like they don't they, they don't attacked. mean it they, they, they uh, feel attacked by something so they've got to like bring their ego into it and try and win points in a weird argument that yeah. they be a part of. I, I i think it was in what how to win friends and influence uh how to Make friends and influence. How to win friends? What is stupid? What's the book? How to win friends and influence. Yeah, win friends sounds right. Win friends that sounds and influence like a thing people. I've heard about. Yeah, I just remember like in that or whatever. He's just like, uh, you never can win an argument because one, you win the argument and uh, and then like that person just hate. Like you first, you lose the argument. Uh, I'm butchering this, but okay. It's like one, you lose the argument and then you've lost the argument, or two, you've won the argument. And then that person just hates you, so you've lost the argument. Like that's how yeah. it is. It's like if you want to argue or whatever, you're not going to make someone say, "Oh, this is great." You're gonna, you're just gonna make them just hate you because you just had an argument and they lost. Like a lot of people just want to, they need to win or they need to just argue or complain. Oh God, I I mesh. It, it's it's one of those things that like at least for me like i feel like each person's different like you're on a different path you're in a different you're on a different point in a path that you're going on and it's like you have to have some awareness on where you're headed what you're doing and uh i just need friends that's what i need yeah like i don't need yeah, i don't that's another another part of the, the the male issue that we have maybe it's you know it's cross it's cross-gender, but the uh, loneliness epidemic, if you will. 
that's uh that's going on have we we didn't go into great detail about how we met did we scott we met we've never met we've never met okay well how did, how did i end up here fun fact we have never met but whatever uh but no we never talked about how we met i mean it's i started i started watching twitch in 2020 i think probably during the covid i feel like that was a yeah that no, was, for me that sounds right as well because it was um it was during covid and it was because yeah. a friend of mine had started streaming during covid as far as i know maybe he was doing it before but the, when i spoke to him after he said oh, he stopped pretty much after covid kind of wrapped up and we were allowed outside again so i think he was kind of just a covid streamer it's actually like do you ever have this feeling like maybe this is really bad to say but like you like it's the rebel, you know, you, you're talking about men and all this, like, like, I like the, like, oh, we're going to be rebels here. We're going to just go again. It's like, oh, you want me to do this? Like COVID, like stay inside. I was an agoraphobic dude. I didn't go outside. I was terrified. <laughs> they told me to stay inside yeah. and I wanted to go out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the cure. Only when all that started happening <laughs> did I realize how much I kind of liked being outside and how much, well, I say that I had just been locked away for like a, a year. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but like, we've gone through a lot, and since uh, like we probably met twenty twenty, maybe twenty twenty one, potentially February twenty twenty one. I think might have been when I started watching someone on Twitch. Someone. Uh, I mean, <laughs> but it's like I don't know, and it's uh, we play we played a lot of Fall Guys. I feel like fall guys would have been the first time like we actually started like talking when you absolutely yeah. threw that grenade at me and the bomb game at you yeah that was actually what well, we were we were on I teams was... and you threw yeah. it at me yeah I, I fucked you up it was very rude but uh <laughs> yeah no and we that, i feel like that's when it was and then we would like play games and everything and then uh yeah. This is like the first time we're ever having a conversation, actually, other than like the late night sparkle quizzes. Mm. Like it's like a lot of things you're just you've been discussing, like even though it might not like it's gonna be impossible to discuss a whole life story in such a short amount of time. And yeah. I'm sure there's gonna be things we think about after that. It's like, oh, I wish we talked about that. Because this is we have no idea what we're doing. Yeah. I have well, no idea what I'm doing. Like I, I, I don't know what you've been thinking about that you want to discuss or talk about. So uh, I I I haven't even thought. My mind it's like a squirrel, dude. I'm like looking for nuts. Uh, is is this a uh, topic you want to discuss? Because I think it links very well into um, where I think a lot of misogyny starts for everyone, even non-online freaks, even like fifty year old warehouse workers who just kind of hate their. Um, <laughs> okay, we're cutting that one out. <laughs> <laughs> like it all starts from some kind of past traumatic event involving a woman but i don't know like it, it's tough like i feel like it, it gets tough to a point at least for me because like a lot of things at least in my life like i don't I, I feel like I'm very easygoing. Like I like if you you can talk, you can rant, you can do whatever, complain, and I'll just have a good laugh most of the time. Like there'll be times that obviously I'm just like I've had enough of it. But like, but then tomorrow I'll wake up and I'll be just back to like whatever. It doesn't matter. So is that the, uh, is that the medication? No, <laughs> no, no, no. I've always been no, like I, that. I feel that. But I feel like a lot of the fact that I would be like that is probably why I de- <laughs> I've got to the point <laughs> in my, my life that I'm like, I can't live a day. <laughs> Entering into that topic here, uh, <laughs> nothing goes unturned for me. Like, uh, there's people that should have neg- negatively affected me and i should absolutely hate them or whatever and you know like i i will care like i'm still going to care and stuff like that and it's just it gets me to where i am going like it's led me to like this past year has been wild like it's been a wild year mm-hmm. i want yeah. i kind of want to talk about this because we've both kind of been similar in terms like you've probably done a lot better than i have in terms of losing weight uh I've only lost 115 pounds. Uh, I don't know what that is in kg. We're gonna we're gonna figure this out. Oh, we're gonna work this out now. We're doing it live. A kilogram two pounds. 
I can't believe you just don't use pounds. Yeah, each each kilogram is two. We point. do. It's fucked. Like in the UK, we use stone and pounds. And why are you using kilogram? Babies. Huh? So why are uh, you? Why are you why not are using? I because it's just a better measurement. <laughs> better measurement, no. Because one kilogram is two point two zero four six two pounds. It sounds yeah. as though pounds are more accurate. Mm, you've forgotten decimals. It's like Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit's more yeah, you've accurate. Done this, you did this with with Fahrenheit too. You've forgotten that decimals exist. That's too much effort. It's really not. It's like a period is the end of a sentence, and you want to continue with more numbers? No, thank you. <laughs> you know what? I never looked at it that way. Like it's over twenty. We're done. You know, you know what I do when people say like, oh, what's the temperature in Celsius? I tell you like it's seven or eight or something. I don't put no decibels. And like it could be like 27.7, which is totally different than like 27.67. That's like a 25 degree difference. So how much have you lost in pounds, huh? Or kgs? 176. 176 pounds? Kgs? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I would not exist if I'd <laughs> I was never 176 kilograms, thankfully. So you've lost 176 pounds. Yeah. And I've lost about 115. And it's like, that's incredible. Like, how do you lose 176? I'm going to, I'm hoping I hit like 150 lost. <laughs> Maybe yeah, more. Yeah, no. Um, I, uh, the, the honest answer is to just have gained way too much weight in the first place <laughs> actually that's uh, really good that's really yeah good. that's a good good analysis it's like if 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 the if the metric you're going by for success is like the amount lost then i really like gain as much as you can before you start losing right and then you can that's... show off like a huge number yeah dude that i <laughs> it, you know uh that's very smart how did you how did you lose 100 pounds by gaining 100 pounds i didn't need yeah gaining 100 pounds is a purpose yeah. <laughs> yeah no i i i have thought of that i'm like it's like it's like i i will always be able to say i have lost over 100 pounds in my life i will all like yeah. even if i gain it all back i will be able to say at one point i have lost over 100 pounds and that's no one will ever be able to take away like oh yeah you lost 100 pounds like if i gain 100 pounds like oh, whatever well actually i would absolutely not like that to happen again no and in fact that is something that depending on how you lose the weight that can happen very easily yeah i'm, I'm, I, I'm gaining is, right now this is technically my second time of losing a bunch of weight because i grew up as a fat kid so i was always kind of heavy see this is why this is the difference between london and uh, uh, and the united states like we have massive cars you have tiny little cars so you on a bike was bigger than the the cars what do you mean London? Yeah, England, okay? For for the foreigners. Okay, 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 okay. Just so you understand, and, and Amanda will back me up on this one. London, UK, London is UK. No one's going to say we're going yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's true. Yeah. Ma- the UK is not London. Yeah, but but it is to us. Okay. And just so you know, us is US. It's going to really upset the Scottish. That's me. <laughs> no, you're full. You're full Scott. You're not just Scottish. You are Scott. I am. I was named after toilet paper, bro. Anyway, yeah. So basically, yeah, we've we've lost. I like that. Like we've lost a lot of weight. Uh, I like that. I like that too. Yeah, I like. I like losing the weight. I I've gained. I've gained some weight. I went to the doctor today, and uh, yeah, I've I've gained some weight in the past month. Yeah, uh, not much. She was actually kind of happy. She was kind of happy. She's like, thank God. Like, I think she, that is good. She was like, you like. I was actually. She was like, I'm very happy to see that because she thought I was like just losing so much so fast that she's like, oh. Like he can eat, he can actually eat and not like, like that's a good thing to see, and and then uh, it's actually really funny how much of like she, she's starting to understand. I think to that I'm just an idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she's getting, uh, she's understanding that. No, this man is a moron. Uh, why is he in pain? Because he pushes too hard. Why is he losing weight? But. No, she's like she says I'm being too hard on myself. I don't get it. Yeah, everyone that you've ever spoken to about the stuff you've gone through has said exactly the same thing and you still don't believe it. Because you're wrong. So you think you're being exactly correctly hard enough on yourself? I'm not being hard enough. Not being hard enough. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's uh, skip this conversation. <laughs> 
I don't think that's doing you any good, Scott. <laughs> what do you mean? I have high expectations. Like the uh, right, but you're still going out and eating like shit, aren't you? I I I was eating bad this. I ate bad today. You see those chicken nachos? I ate good today. If you want to look at it that way, but yeah, I only had like two of the chicken tenders. But why are you being so hard on yourself? Because I've gained some weight this past month. Yeah, I need to start like, running too. I go to New York tomorrow. That's gonna be something. Yeah, like uh, that's the thing. Your your fitness is changing. It's not just your weight going down or going up. Like your fitness. But like I, a lot better. but I've been yeah no that like that's the other thing that uh, that she was like I I said I've been very very hyper lately I've been very hyper and she's like I have you, I can tell you're talking fast and I'm like yeah no I'm not and uh, very restless <laughs> yeah but like like my doctor is just like you know you don't have to just do running like yeah like you're in a lot of if you're in pain and all this because you're running so much like you don't have to do you can do other exercises I'm like no I got to do running I feel like I I feel like I want to do. You know, I feel like I want to do running more because in a month it's going to be snow all over the ground. I'm not going to be able to run again. Running in snow sounds fun. That's called ice and that's called slip and crack your skull open. Yeah, but that sounds fun. Fair. You want to juggle knives and fire. So yeah, okay. I do I do, I do. I do. I do. I do want to juggle knife and knives and fire. I have not told I have, I have not told her that yet. It confuses the hell out of me where you draw the line. On with what? Like, when danger is acceptable <laughs> and when it's just completely unacceptable. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you what the line is. Juggling knives is confidence in myself, while running on ice is just a disaster waiting to happen. There's nothing I can do to make it not slip and slide and die. Yeah, but you can fall over better. That's too much effort. I want to go on a cruise. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just... I feel like it's a confidence thing. Has your confidence gone up since losing weight? I think that's the wrong way to look at it, but yes. Uh, has your self-esteem gone up since losing weight? <laughs> no, I, I, like the way people talk about confidence, I think, is all fucked. Like They think of it as this thing that you've got to gain. Like everyone's walking around with no confidence, and they've got to, they've got to build up their confidence. By it, it's actually it's kind of weird, because I feel that uh we're born with like the utmost confidence absolutely there's and, nothing more confident we just like keep knocking we, we keep like knocking children. our confidence down and like yeah it's I, around I, adolescence right yeah it, it's just like no even as like i mean sometimes like you can be shy or whatever but like, yeah, like but like you have yeah, confidence like you can say something to someone and like like there's gonna be like the two-year-old that's gonna say wow you're fat and it's like what is, well that's not what the confidence to tell that person yeah, to their face right and what does that shyness start to come from it comes from like from i feel like parents and like, yeah you get shouted at because you you put yourself out there and then you get told to shut up <laughs> Or more likely, the way the actual real damaging confidence stuff happens, and people that obsess over school, and we know surprised all in the yeah, it was through adolescence when you're in school. It's like no one is going to forget. It seems in your head at the time, like that time your trousers and pants fell down in science class, everyone pointed at you, and then um, uh, Mr. Bradley had to um, tell your mum that uh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you need something to kill? <laughs> yeah, no, it's like. <laughs> No, like I don't. How's the weather there? Is it? That's actually really bad topic for like uh, for a podcast, huh? How's the weather? I should probably cut that out of the uh, kill your mosquitoes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> out of mark, mark, put a marker in. What? Cut, out. Cut, out. <laughs> cut, cut the weather. <laughs> cut the bit out where you just saw the blue screen and then said, "How's the weather over there?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You want to kill your mosquito? You want to have a real serious discussion? How's the weather? Sorry, how's the weather? <laughs> how's the weather over there? Fucking oh, god, nah, dude, that's good. That's good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> see, I, I don't. It's like, so you don't think conf? Back to the confidence thing. You don't. Yeah, I think it's not. It's not gained. I think it's something that we lose, and we have to unpack where we lost it, and find out how to get not not build our confidence, but how to lose our insecurities. That's fair because, like, I've heard like described like confidence isn't like asking a girl out. Like, confidence isn't uh, thinking you're going to get a yes. It is no matter what happens. 
you're going to be okay. Like you're okay with the result. But, no yeah, no, that's the thing. Like I think that is it's it's correct answer with kind of wrong thinking behind it. But it's it, if it it kind of works, so it's fine. And it's the same sort of thing that you get advised to do from the, uh, the pickup artist, the misogyny crowd, where they just say, you know, you've just got to get out there and be asking people out. And you know what? Yeah, that does do something to if you can get over the 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 yeah, it ruins a bunch of girls' day rejection part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like it, it's actually weird uh, because I I still struggle. Like I feel I feel like uh, it's something like there there's two different types. Like there's like these the nice guy too. Like the the nice guy persona that is also bad in the sense of like, well, I don't want to ever like. I'm like I'm too nice to ask them out or because I feel like I would ruin their day or stuff like this. And it's like you need to. They're the fucking worst, Scott. That's me. The nice guys that will uh, be your friend for like five years and then say, "Oh, did you know? Actually, I've always had romantic feelings." Buddy. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a. Uh, and then if they're a, a true nice guy, then um, it's like oh, so all all those nice things I did for you, they can't don't they get rewarded now? Yeah, it, it, <laughs> with you saying yes, you've always felt the same because I've been so nice to you, right? Because you owe me now, right? <laughs> you owe me. <laughs> that's a that's a serious thing like some people like yeah like, i feel like there's some nice guys on uh like on twitch or like like or only fan uh, am i allowed to bring that up like just stuff Absolutely. like that this is your podcast oh oh man i'm sorry i would love I'm- to talk about only fans and uh twitch and- <laughs> but it's like the people that uh, the parasocial relationships are a bunch of nice guys too like oh kind of um i don't have any parasocial relationships i don't have any i don't have any relationships to begin with i have no friends Okay. <laughs> that's, that's a bold take. Hot take. I I think it's interesting to think about how it's kind of come about and also how that ties in to people's misogyny. Because if you think, consider like where the most hatred kind of comes from, it always seems to be, as far as I can tell, from people that, that do it or have done it and done what? hate that. Uh, Who have either gotten really into OnlyFans or Twitch given loads of money to oh yeah people that think they were owed something these are the people that will use the word simp and be happy to be called it aggressively (laughs) to describe other people but this is another thing that's uh to go back to like you're talking about like oh good man or whatever like people with money stuff like this people are spending money they don't necessarily have but they, yeah. but they feel like they need to support this creator, and in return, they're going to get something back. And even though that's exactly, yeah, and, and like they're they're hurting themselves in the long term, potentially. The thing is, hold up. I, I would like to have a brief topic. Uh, please support us on Patreon. <laughs> okay, continue. Got him. <laughs> I will respect you more if you give me money. Go on. Like the part that, that interests me most, I suppose, is like the response to it and how people that have done it get the most aggressive back towards people that are still doing it. And where that kind of mosquito, if you like, the hatred of streamers, the hatred of OnlyFans creators, kind of comes from the a realization that that's you, that you were you were able to do that, you, that your brain got so fucked that you paid someone else's rent for like a year or more and the whole time like why why have i managed to do this and you you, you tunnel down into your own brain and you you, you see the things in there and you, you lash out at the other people doing it and call them simps and stuff and it really leaves that person very destroyed because the part of their brain but the, the part of their brain that made them do that in the first place is the same part of their brain that makes them capable of love and when they make that the enemy they make their ability to love the enemy they can fuck themselves up it's that part of the brain that that forms relationships that that gets targeted by this as ludwig says amaranth is the hardest working person on twitch i think she might well be is she on twitch still Uh, i don't know really much about her i don't know is she on kick yet definitely okay okay oh you're the you're the kick expert true but i suppose this particularly resonates uh 
as a mosquito that needs killing because I think that is kind of what happened, not necessarily to both of us, but I, I certainly, having thought about this more and more, realized how much brain chemistry I may have had hijacked. Not intentionally, I wouldn't say, but how I we kind of believed that I was, yeah, how we kind of believed that there was a friendship going on. The parasocial. Yeah. Yeah. But I kind of had to kind of narrow down into what friendships are about is always about the other person in a real relationship, right? In a real friendship, whether it, you know, a real um, I suppose the word love could be used to describe like how I feel about my best friend, even if it's not romantic. Do you romantically this, love it, your best friend? I'm in romantically love my best friend. Um, it's not a romantic love, but I love my best friend, yeah. Oh. Oh, why, thank you. I love, I love a lot of my friends. And I think love is a, is a good word to use here because it you're going right into that yeah. that man that man talk again. Yeah, well, how, how it, people uh, you're not allowed to talk about love, right? <laughs> We're not allowed to talk about lovers, man. It's uh, it's frowned upon. The only person I love <laughs> is. I'm not telling you. Oh my! But yeah, in a loving relationship, you want the other person, right, to be happy. You want you actively will feel better if that person is happy and it's a, you want to do stuff to make that person you know have, have a the good best day. life they can have yeah. right yeah have a good day and you kind of want it reciprocated yeah when it's a kind of fake relationship from the beginning i think the important thing is that it's all about what you get out of it from either person and that's how you can kind of tell i think is if are you lying to yourself when you say you care about the other person? Because that's a whole horrible thought of like the things we'll actually start to try and tell ourselves. Or is it actually, no, it's just about what you are getting out of it. Because that's how it is in this online area, where it's not a real relationship. Like, are they happy that you're there? because you're there or are they happy that you're there because you will give them money it's not yeah it doesn't necessarily have to be about money but it's about yeah either side both sides are talking about what the other or thinking about primarily what the other person gives for them and i'd advise people to yet yeah, firstly cut back on casual interaction with people that truly aren't you know, your friends and that's hard to say it's hard to do but the casual interaction part it's what's messing with your brain the most and if you are truly happy uh, tr not happy if you're truly like you have that well, the word we can use love for that this other person then you should be happy to just leave and let them go on and do their thing right like you don't need to be there and they can be happy without you and if you're finding by doing that that you can't you cannot literally cannot stay away you cannot cut back on this casual interaction you can't stop checking the content that they do that's not a friendship or it's not a relationship of any kind that's an addiction yeah that's good that's uh because that's what that is like if you cannot cut out a an online relationship for a week without going crazy and having to have it back you're not friends <laughs> like how many real friends do you think you have in your life and could you go with a week without seeing any of them I, for me, the answer is yes. Like my best friend, I go months on end like without seeing sometimes. So then we get together and it's the best time ever. Yeah. Um, I feel... If you can't stay away from a person for a week and you don't even really know them, that's not yeah. a friendship. That's not love. That's an addiction. You you you, you catching a fucking Pokemon. I, I am catching a Pokemon. It's important. It's important. He got him. So, what else? What else? Uh, I don't know. Like when you heard "Kill Your Mosquitoes," like what? What were you thinking? Like what? Uh, you probably have a vision. Oh, well, I I did have a lot to think about it straight away, but that's because "Kill Your Mosquitoes" has existed as a channel on your Discord for a very There's long time. One. This is like I feel like that would be something that'd be kind of cool. Like even on KYMPodcast.com, like just have like a whole like uh, little people post their mosquito segment and everybody comments, "Wow, it's okay, you're okay." Yeah, I 
we haven't had enough wow it's okay you're okay. yeah lately people have been kind of killing the the channel a little bit um yeah yeah by posting a hot dog being eaten by a rat trap but yeah. it's kind of sexy um for the record this is the the same discord that you've written the word stick the penis in a bottle when it's soft and squishy and then do thoughts that make you hard and then it would be really painful but make a good video in your uh, questionable thoughts channel this shouldn't make the cut <laughs> maybe i should <laughs> I, I i feel like your idea like kill your mosquitoes like what if i just like grab one of these things like i find like something and i'm just like i read it out loud i'm like wow it's okay it's okay like i just really miss movie outtakes what is what happened to movie outtakes that was a mosquito of mine I like the very first one. Like I created that channel. I created the channel to write. I swallowed gum once. It was scary. I was playing in a little league game and I was chewing on a lot of bubblegum tape, grape flavored, of course. And it was yep. really good. But I had a massive amount in my mouth. Then before I knew it, I don't know why I did it. It was not intentional. I swallowed it all. And I can't get that feeling of swallowing the gum out of my mind 15 years later. That's where it all started. It, and you know what I'm sad about is that we lost all the edits that you did where you described what the channel was about. A channel to clear your mind from the past thoughts that are like mosquitoes that bite you and keep biting. So you say it here, and we are the big, we are the bug spray, and we tell you, uh, "Wow, it's okay, you're okay." Everybody kept changing yeah. the "Wow, it's okay, you're okay." Wow, I miss Anisha, dude. I miss Anisha a lot. So we've talked a lot. We've talked a bit. Yeah, I feel like we. It, it's it's good. Like there was also a good discussion about not even like just about like you or me yeah. or something. Like it was a lot of just world not, things. I've I've just had some stuff on my mind, and I feel I feel a lot better. Do you feel? Do you feel like we squashed this? I do. Yeah. I mean, we squashed stuff. I mean, there's maybe you actually topic. killed a mosquito. I did actually kill a mosquito. That was pretty good. That's wild. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. No, I didn't realize that, that having a camera on would have added such a <laughs> such a an important like that's gonna be that oh, might yeah. just be one of the uh, promo graphics of Maybe. killing a mosquito. Literally came on and killed a mosquito. Just completed it. Completed the podcast, <laughs> one episode done. Like that's it. Like there's no, I can never make another episode unless there's mosquitoes. Yeah. Wow, it's okay. You're okay. Is wow, it's okay. You're okay. A good thing or a bad thing? It's like I feel like not like I feel like it's, I think it's a good thing. It's a nice thing. It's nicer than happy for you or sorry that happened or whatever. <laughs> Which is what you say all the time. Which is my favorite. It's my favorite. Yeah, like, no, it's, I, it, I feel it's if so, I don't give a shit about what you've just said, then um, you know, I will I'll happily say that. Wow, it's okay, you're okay. No, like I feel like there's yeah. other platforms where people want advice and I feel like some people just want to like talk. Was it easy to lose 176 pounds or whatever you did? Fuck no. Yeah. Like, this is the thing. Like, did you have days of, like, just thinking you couldn't or, like, just wanting to give up or no? Like, on losing weight or were you, like, heavily motivated? I'd say I am heavily motivated. I've, I've changed my lifestyle completely. Um, I've got a much clearer picture of my goals in life and uh, where I want to go with it with my fitness journey if you want to call it that because that's what's keeping me on track is the idea that i haven't made any temporary changes yet i've 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 just i haven't made cutbacks or followed any kind of like special fad diet or trick or done keto or any bullshit that you'll read online i have just done what we all know we should do which is to just eat good food and do more exercise. i uh, you gotta stay on track it's gonna be tough it's, it's like it's the it, hardest part of like having done it all yourself and wanting to give advice to others is you can only i can only say what's worked for me the toughest part is starting uh for me the toughest part was yeah. the, was the discipline of it all because yeah, i i part. i kept it's like procrastination like okay i'm just gonna eat this one last meal and then i'll solve it tomorrow and it's like tomorrow's never gonna come if you don't do it today Okay, what's this bit? Uh, this bit is uh, I'm disgusting, ugly, and gross. Yeah, I know. All right, thank you for uh, having this great discussion. And uh, so you know that this is going to be posted online, and people are going to be able to listen to this entire conversation. Yes, I lied. 
Yeah, sort it out, mate. I'll let you know when I finish out the podcast. And uh, all right, I'm stopping recording now.